You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. Welcome to Scribblers Radio. Kids interviewing authors in the Conversation Caravan at Scribblers Festival 2019. This is Gabe speaking with Jeremy Lachlan, author of Jane Doe and the Cradle of All Worlds, a book he wrote over 12 years. That's pretty incredible. After all that time, you'd hope it's been... It'll be a pretty good book. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I hope so. And it's been, it's, I'm so glad that so many people are reading it and getting back to me saying they're loving it. So it's, it's, a, it's a real dream come true. So it made it well worth it? No, absolutely, absolutely. Excellent. So, Jeremy, if someone told you when you were, what, 12 years younger yeah. that there would be a bidding war for your book, I was told, what would you have said? Uh, I, I I would have been stunned because I mean obviously that was always the dream scenario and it's a very surreal feeling when your wildest dream actually comes true. I was kind of just walking around each day just in awe, just thinking, how is this actually happening? So yeah, I, uh, twelve years ago, me would have been very excited and relieved to know that it did work because it's a very lonely, isolating process writing a book. Uh, so to know that it was all going to work out in the end would have been a big relief because it was pretty tough for a while there. Must have been incredible knowing that. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's, here I am in Perth at a writers' festival talking about my book and that just constantly, I, I constantly step back and go, wow, dude, like you, you're it's doing okay. It's a huge okay. step, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I hear that you won $100 in a karaoke competition. <laughs> I did. You say it was... More important than your book? Not, not no? more important, but, but I'd no? never. Well, I, I want to. I need to change my bio because originally in my book it says that I've never, I've never won a writing oh, prize. That was it. Yeah, but I did. I did you win hundred dollars in the karaoke competition, which I'm still very proud of. I sang Eternal Flame and Hit Me Baby One More Time and Puff the Magic Dragon uh, and and won that. So that was that was a highlight. But now I actually last week I was very lucky enough to win the an Arbia, so Australian Book Industry. So Award. you have to change that. Yeah, now, exactly you? for. I think what well, book of the year for older children, which was an incredible honour. Wow. Yeah. Well, would you like to sing us a little song now? Oh my gosh, I can't. Little. No. This is where you say, would you? And I'm like, yeah, and then bring out a microphone. No, I'm not going to. I can't sing now. Ain't nothing but a heart. You Backstreet Boys. No. Now I have to. See, I, I sing a lot of Disney songs in the shower. To, yeah. If, if I'm ever feeling like if I can't write, I'll sing a lot of Aladdin is my kind of yeah. like, a whole new world. There we like go. That one. Yeah, amazing. Classic. Great job. <laughs> So in all of your bios, it emphasises how much you love blockbusters, mm. like especially Star Wars and Jurassic Park. Yeah. I, too, am a huge Jurassic Park fan. Oh, dude, that's... It's, I know. The originals or the, or the new ones? Originals by far. Absolutely. I only just got around to watching the new one, Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. What do you think of the revamps compared to the original? I, it's a good, it's a great question. I prefer originals all the way. Definitely, um, they're not so reliant on visual effects. Even though the visual effects in the original Jurassic Park still hold up today, they look um, more realistic than the current ones. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's one of those things in in storytelling. You need to know not, it's all about not giving the audience, showing the audience too much, and letting the audience rely on their imagination. It's what I do in yeah. my book as well, not to kind of spoon feed everything. Uh, to kind of just give little bits so their imagination can take control and and carry them throughout the story. Yeah, exactly. Don't show the whole dino. Show a claw, maybe. Exactly. Let them imagine the rest. I'm I'm kind of obsessed with dinosaurs, so I don't don't have dinosaurs in my book, but I do have creatures that kind of are similar to to dinosaurs. So they were your, like... Inspiration, almost? Yeah, absolutely. I I get a lot of inspiration from kind of... uh, 
kind of creature features. Uh, yeah. Any anytime I have a nightmare where I'm being chased by a monster or something like that, I kind of love it. I have a lot of fun with that. So when I sat down to write this book, I wanted to fill it with all of my favourite things. So creatures, booby traps, carnivorous forest, runaway trains, all that kind of stuff. And the creatures are a huge part for me. Sounds like a Jurassic period world. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not quite. It's a, yeah, the t- the timing of this is quite ambiguous. You're never sure when it's actually taking place. Uh, but I think in my future books, I am gonna chuck an actual dinosaur in there at some point because I just I have to, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so you're also a Star Wars fan, though. Mm. Well, I have. You know, my act- my dad actually worked on uh, one of the Star Wars movies. Did he? Do you want to take a guess as to which one? Uh, I'm gonna say Episode Two. Ooh, not quite. Three? No. One. One. Uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. He was the stills photographer. Oh, that's cool. And you know that famous one with uh, Anakin and his shadow is Darth Vader? He did not take he that took fo- that photo. Seriously? Yes, that's amazing. He did. That's so cool. We'll see he that actually. Good. Star Wars is it's an interesting story because I originally I wanted to be an actor for a while there. Yeah. And I thought when Star Wars was being filmed in Sydney, I thought I could I could be an extra in that just to see what it's like. So I joined an extras agency. Uh, and I went on, I didn't get Star Wars. I got home and away in some American Olympic ad and I really didn't enjoy it. I didn't yeah. have a good time on set. Uh, and that was the moment when I realised I don't want to be an actor. I wanted to be the person telling the story. So it was my kind of quest to be on Star Wars that made me realise that I didn't want to be an actor. I wanted to be a writer and I enrolled in a creative writing degree the next day kind of thing. So that actually answers another question I was thinking of asking. Mm. What is your biggest mistake that led to success? That is essentially it. Your almost... Well, uh, mistake in not getting in to the Star Wars led to you becoming this excellent, well-known and famous writer. Oh, thank you, excellent, well-known, famous. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I think I think I think I was I was I was kind of fooling myself, thinking I had one dream, and I thought that was it for so many years, and then I just had this moment of realization that put me on a different course. And enrolling in that university course, I, I, all of my kind of closest group of friends are from that course and everything. So that's been the de- best decision of my yeah, life. Yeah, there's so definitely. many paths you can take in life. If you focus on one, you could be blind to the other opportunities. Exactly. So wise, Gabe. <laughs> uh, poor. We're going to play a little game. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Bring so it. I want you to use three obscure words to describe your breakfast and I'll try and guess it. Oh, okay. Um, Chicken. For breakfast. Yeah, well, what comes out of it? (laughs) More than three words. Uh, I'll I'll go chicken, pig, wheat. Eggs and bacon on toast. There we go. Well done. Okay. Uh, What is your hottest or coldest memory you have? Oh, coldest would be uh, when I was camping and I was in a tent and I didn't put the fly up properly, so all the dew started coming oh. into the tent and it was half flooded by morning. Uh, that, that was so you freezing. Slept in a yeah, pond. but but I, also I went dog sledding in Canada, which was amazing, and the snot starts to freeze in your nose, so you Ooh. kind of have to crinkle. Yeah, it was like minus thirty. Uh, That's not nice. And the hottest, I think, would probably I would have been in a desert somewhere, I guess. Uh, on holiday usually your hottest would be in it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> oh I reckon my coldest would be that one time one of the straps for our blinds fell in the pool except it was mid-winter so I had to jump in and get it no why didn't you just use like a, a, a scoop or something yeah I kind of wanted you wanted to do it, to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was actually quite a fun thing though you know it's a shock but yeah you got a good memory out of it yeah it was <laughs> let's see what else do we got what's your biggest non-writing passion uh, 
Well, it's kind of collect, but I'm a big movie buff. I love movies. Yeah. Um, so I'm slightly obsessed. One of my favourite things to do is go to the cinema alone. A lot of people don't like that, but yeah. I adore during the day going by myself. I live uh, in Sydney near a cinema that's quite often empty, so yeah. I'll get like a private screening of something. Don't you just uh, love it when you go in and you're the only person? Exactly. There? It's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, definitely movies. Uh, I would say as well, uh, I love like coffee and crosswords hang out with mates all those kind of just life passions it's very yeah. grounding because I said being a writer is quite isolating so anytime I can engage with people in the real world I think is fantastic very socializing like. yeah yeah yeah, you need it. Relaxing. Yep, absolutely. And dogs. I'm quite. I'm, dogs? I'm obsessed like with dogs? dogs. Yeah, I have a. I have a golden Labrador. He's in my acknowledgements as well, Bailey. He often keeps me company while book. I'm writing. Yeah, in the back. He doesn't. He's not in the book, but he's in the acknowledgements in the back as a thank you because he keeps me company while I write. Who else would you thank for it? Exactly. <laughs> uh, if you could eat one meal forever. What would you eat? Spaghetti bolognese. Spaghetti. That was immediate. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's it's like my go-to. I I cook spaghetti bolognese a lot because you can do one big batch and then just gorge on it for the rest of the week yeah that's what we do yeah. every Wednesday is past night yeah absolutely you make a big batch yeah. you eat it that night yeah. and you also eat it the next it's day it's amazing it's perfect <laughs> yeah you seem to have that like in your head that came out so cool oh yeah no there's no question no question yeah. favourite meal <laughs> yeah I'm nearly there I'm lasagna ah uh, yeah, yeah 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 like it's pasta but cheesier it, yeah, yeah it's just, just a like, big brick it's a slab it holds together it's like Pasta cake. Yeah, no, it, pa- I love that pasta idea. Cake. I've never heard that before. I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> or you could say pasta is lasagna salad. I don't know. No, it's something. Something chopped up. <laughs> uh, have you ever forgotten a good idea for a story? I have. I, I you have? Uh, yeah, I, sometimes I come to me at night and I wake up in the middle of the night and there's the idea. Sometimes I write them in the dark, yeah. but then sometimes I think, oh, no, I'll remember it. Like I'll chuck a pillow across but the room. But you don't? Yeah, and then I wake up and it's, and it's gone. And you um, wake up and like, why is there a pillow? Yeah, yeah exactly. But, and, the, and who knows what that idea was, but maybe it came to me at a different, in a different form a while later. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. This was your book was the idea you forgot that you remembered later maybe i don't i don't you know so know, this, this the, i came up with this idea when i was in the cairo museum actually uh, over in egypt um, and this idea popped into my head of what if there was this infinite labyrinth between worlds what if an island had used it for thousands of years to journey through to different worlds and come back with stories to tell but what if one day it stopped letting them inside and what if it was all because of a child so that was that idea moment kind Ooh. of that one moment in the museum where it all kind of came to me and then then the story started going from there that sounds great yeah Yeah. uh well we're nearly out of time but to finish up if you could give one tip to any aspiring authors listening in the crowd Mm. what would it be oh one the most common one that writers say is is read and i think that is a really important one to make sure that they do uh keep reading books uh to be an author you have to be a writer you have to be a reader um as well i'd say uh just focus on your work like there's a lot of stories out there um other writers creating things i think it's important to just block out the noise of being so a, a focus writer. focus on, on what your, you're writing absolutely which is based on what you're reading yeah 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 that i think that's good. yeah i think that's really well, important and yeah just just have fun with it and don't don't stop even if you get uh, a rejection uh keep going because this some rejection is something that as writers and authors we all face constantly so don't give up well, thank, for your, thank you for your time, Jeremy. Thanks so much, It's been Gabe. excellent talking with you. Absolutely. You've been awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
This interview was recorded in the Conversation Caravan at Scribblers Festival 2019. For more stories and info about the festival, head to scribblersfestival.com.au. You're listening to Scribblers Radio, and if you aren't, you should be, which means you couldn't be hearing this in the first place, so what am I talking about? 